in, in a certain way, in, in, in a basic way, we really don't know. We really don't know whether it was revealed in Mecca and whether it was revealed in Medina. Not that it makes a difference, in my view, as to the meaning. With the simplicity and the beauty of the language and the eloquence of that surah. Very simple. That's it. It's, it's nearly, it's as if you're not reciting anything. It is the most natural flow of words that looks so easy, but yet it's impossible to reproduce. And this is what we call Sahel Mumtana in, in Arabic that it is easy but yet impossible to, to repeat or reproduce or to produce the like of. It's spread to the extent that we have reports, some of them probably exaggerated, of the companions reading it and memorizing it quite in, in a quite widespread fashion during the time of the Prophet and shortly after the time of the Prophet, that in some reports, in my opinion, and probably an exaggerated report, that every time a companion would depart from a companion, in other words, they, they, they've been spending time together and now they're, they're leaving, they would hold hands and recite the surah together before they leave. Perhaps, but it doesn't seem likely because, in my view, because of the fact that if that had become a practice, it's unlikely for it to have become a practice without some type of recommendation uh, by the Prophet, yet we have no reports that the Prophet recommended or required or suggested that you, you do this, that you hold hands and leave the last before departing. And because we have no correlation between reports of oral transmission and reports of actual practice, then there is grounds to be critical. The likelihood, in other words, that this would be just a practice that they developed on their own, without some type of advice or suggestion by the Prophet, is to be viewed skeptically. Particularly that, that the, the Prophet seemed quite keen about things creeping into ibadat, that later generations would start thinking that this is an ibadah form of worship, and, and and he was quite keen about leaving out or fighting bid'ah innovations in ibadat. And this seems to me the, to be the type of thing that could have easily been understood as an innovation in ibadah and worship, and consequently the, the, for it to have existed without the Prophet either specifically endor endorsing it in oral transmission or attacking it in oral transmission seems unlikely. And we have no such reports. So, one doubts the authenticity of the report that the companions would read it before departing, although one does not doubt the authenticity uh, that it was quite widespread. People were fascinated by this very short surah and the meaning. Now, also it demonstrates quite an interesting phenomenon, and that is why we saw, for example, in a counter, the counter has several layers of meaning that goes from the contextual to the acontextual, from the, from the, from the contextual to the universal. Al-Asr has several 
not layers, but have some several simultaneous complementary meanings. Here is a surah which, in which words are used. The words could have three or four meanings. Each meaning doesn't take you deeper, but simply appeals to a different set of people. So, the distinction is, is that while one surah could have, let's say, three or four meanings, each meaning carries you from a specific context to a non-specific context to no context. In other words, it's a deeper meaning or you start out, well, this surah is really talking about Abu Jahl. You know, that's a specific context surah. And then you go on, like we saw in the Tawsa. You go on and on and on. You say, ah, it's, it's, it's not talking about Abu Jahl. It's establishing a general principle, universal principle that applies in all contexts. Al-Asr is not quite like that. Al-Asr is a surah which has simultaneous meaning, all of them consistent, and the only distinction is that they might appeal to different spirits and different souls and different intellects. It's like saying the same thing using, I mean, I think you can draw the analogy is, is that you can say the same thing using different vocabulary. And with this set of audience, you, you use certain vocabulary. With a different audience, you use another vocabulary. With a different audience, you use a yet another vocabulary. Al-Asr doesn't use different vocabulary, but the words chosen would appeal to different types, if you will, but nonetheless, the meaning, the essential meaning, does not alter and does not change. 